Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast about grouting tiles, sample-based synthesis and chickens. <laughs> My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. This week... We're going to talk about something that's been on my mind this week. Self-actualisation. What is self-actualisation, you might ask? (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean by that? I'm talking about that little one at the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, but what does it look like? What does it look like? I think it's unique for different people. So, Mm. really, this is just because I wanted to talk about myself, because I didn't get to talk about myself very much recently. And I want to talk about life. (laughs) Uh, or maybe I did, and I'm just in a like cloud of bemusion. What do you think? Have you got any? What's your What's your self actualization look like? I think it's a never or, or constantly moving target. Hmm, that could be a thing too. Yes, that's why we have to practice gratitude. I can talk about that. Okay, we have to practice gratitude. Okay, um, practicing gratitude and kind of um, behaving. Um, this is all out the secret. Have you read it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Behaving as uh, um, abundantly, like behaving abundantly, and then you will have abundance. That kind of thing. I'm, but I'm also not... just um, the, the, the 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 I guess just the, the, where the sort of depression can seep in and anger can seep in when you're working but you're not really self-actualizing, and that's kind of the trigger for it. Talking about it. I don't think we've hit our, uh, our um, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that I don't think we've hit our uh, flow, but and I was trying to think of the word uh, articulate flow. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word for articulate. <laughs> oh dear. We'll find it. <laughs> we'll find it. We'll find it, listener. We're going to find it after this. Well. So, hi Ivanka, how's it going? Hi Michael, it's going quite well, how are you? (laughs) That's not not what you're supposed to do with that. (laughs) Sorry. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? What's on your mind? Next Friday, we're going to go to Croatia for months and months. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's involving a little bit of what are the jobs that must be done in this geographic location type thing. Mm um and uh, which actually turns out not that many um but there's a bit of preparing involved well the other thing on my mind is the constant turmoil of uh what is anyone actually did you see that pompeo whatever he is u.s i don't know what his job is but he was at the u.n refusing to sign uh some arctic thing it's just because it mentions climate change fucking it's like anyway Uh, it's in the same way that the u.s are um refused to sign that uh declaration banning rape as a war or or criminal i don't know what the phrasing is so rape is rape is used as a weapon so it's a some sort of un declaration um 
uh, speaking specifically about the use of rape uh, and sexual violence as a weapon of war. And because it referenced um, health care of women, which in a post-rape situation may include an abortion, because yeah. it mentioned that, they refused to sign it and then it had to be watered down. And so they're yes. just like, they're just such bullies. Such it's, bullies. It's, it's a shocker, isn't it? I did and, see that one. I didn't see the other thing. This, but that the, kind and of, it's just this like... This alludes to abortion being okay. Yeah. Well, guess what, guys? It's like, You're terrible for thinking that women should not be in control of their lives and it's just like a so it, and it is bullying is the only word because a bully by every schoolyard definition isn't necessarily somebody who knows what they're talking about they're just you know throwing their weight and malice around and that's exactly what the u.s seems to be doing in the world at the moment uh, but i saw so i saw somebody post it and i saw some nice the comments on facebook with one of them sort of few americans saying why don't you lot just get on with it and just ignore us <laughs> because mm. you know they're like but unfortunately you know obviously the us has a has an important seat on most of these un committees um mm. so anyway so that's a bit depressing because every you know like this uh the climate change wave, uh, you know, it sort of hits ebbs and flows with me. But uh, after we spoke last week, I've contacted Greenpeace Croatia. So I might, whilst I'm there, and I might do a bit more activity, a few more activities there, because it transpires that they only really do stuff in Zagreb, which is the capital, and not uh, in any of other cities. So I thought maybe I'll see what I can do. And mm. uh, what else? I think those are my mate. There's loads of things that are happening on a daily basis, Michael. On a daily yeah, basis. Yeah, did you get the uh, Farage leaflet? No, I did not get the, the Farage. Farage Brexit. We got a couple of those through the door. Farage Brexit party. Um, the uh, hit the photo of him like dis- dis- stretched horizontally, awkwardly. <laughs> so, so not 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 the best production values going into that. But uh, I saw the Guardian posted some like did an article today that was like about voting tactically to stop the Brexit party because there's loads of other parties that are anti-Brexit, but it will there's just the one party that will take all the Brexit people. Um, but I thought we were trying to not do that vote tactically thing. I thought we were trying to start just voting what we wanted. So that, that, that worries me a bit. I should probably read the article before commenting on it anymore, but I, I saw a headline for an article today <laughs> and I thought, well, are we doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I um I had a similar um reaction. I clicked on it, but then I didn't. Uh, I opened it sort of in a tab, preparing to read it. <laughs> oh, the other thing I did yesterday was um I my students did their end of term presentations. Um, yeah, it was a couple of very good ones, uh, and then some very lazy ones. It was very disappointing. Uh, but there's a few people that had not turned up to any sessions ever, but decided that they, that, you know, that they were fully entitled to come and talk at me for six minutes. Right. Um, so that was quite... It was, it, what was interesting was the uh, the confidence with which they did it. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's good. Um, so that happened. And um, how are you, Michael? How am I? I've had lots of fun with my synth today, this morning. Look at my Instagram. I, I got the last part of it through this morning, tiny little mixer thing. 
and it's it's a wonderfully coherent design now and I'm having a lot of fun with that so that's good um I oh do you know what I did uh, the weekend the bank holiday weekend I've been I've been trying to get my head around this open source 3D program blender oh yeah when you sort of come to a piece of software you have expectations about what it might or might not do based on your experience with other things and so for a long time when I use it I'm like I'm pretty sure it should be able to do this and then I'll find a thing and then I'll you know, figure out how to do it eventually but a lot of the time that I'm working I'm like you sort of it's weird and awkward um uh, so at the weekend I uh, decided, okay, I'm just going to have to sit down and read the entire manual for this thing, which is something I used to do um, <laughs> with software back when I was 13. Deluxe Paint 4, I read the manual. I remember being in a sort of computer session, sort of doing something, and someone was like, what did you just do? How did you know to do that? I'm like, well, I read the manual. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you read the manual and you learn what the thing can do. So I was quite pleased with some of the discoveries, but it means I'm a bit more confident with this 3D software. I'm actually like modelling things and um, having find, having some surprises about features that I didn't think it would have, and seeing you know fiddling with it. So so I've been in 3D land a lot this week trying to for the Delta for this uh, this um, silver gun carrot coin project that I'm working on so that's that's been my life that going from that work um yeah just kind of like waking up early fiddling with that doing some work and then the evening working on some on the animation again and yeah just just head down really you haven't seen Game of Thrones but one one thing that I did find out this week was that the uh the the White Walker thing the the north that winter is coming stuff is an allegory for climate change so you have the politics of the capital where everything's okay but then you have like these warnings about like death coming from the north and i was thinking oh someone should point out that that's quite like climate change and then i found an interview with george rr R. martin talking about how it's an allegory for climate change so you've got all these characters kind of squabbling among themselves meanwhile there's this threat this growing army of hundreds of thousands of the dead coming from the north that are just going to kill everyone um so uh, on the one hand, it was it was nice to um, I, and the thing is, I would have just sent you the video about it, but I, you may at some point want to watch it. Probably not. I don't know. So it's hard to know how to deal with the spoilers. I kind of feel like I should. It's, I don't really want know what to do about spoilers on the podcast, really, because like I think you just have to say the spoilers but then i don't want to spoil anything for you either so you just if we haven't watched the same thing we've fucked <clears throat> sorry i've got well we have we did have a discussion this week that perhaps we would watch game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> well, that's as far go. as we got though and because uh, mm. we were trying to work out what it's on so it's on now oh, tv yeah. it's on now tv so we might swap one of our other subscriptions for now tv but I don't tend to watch a lot of telly in the summer in croatia because Right. Why would you? <laughs> you um, it's you know I'm so sick of uh, think pieces on YouTube about everything that's wrong with these things now. It's like anything you can think of that you like. Now YouTube will the first thing I start to see now is things that seven problems how to fix oh, yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones how to fix Avengers this and that. And it's like, God, it's just I know it gets clicks, 
But I just, I don't care. And I've had enough of it. And I don't like this culture. But I think that's, Jen, we've discussed that, that whole, it's much easier to be clever and get sound clever and go, mm, this what's wrong with that. And I mean, I, I, I'm on this Extinction Rebellion group, Facebook group for Brighton. And as as that massive, hopefully will, you know, the, the, the thing we look back on to say started change uh, was drawing to a close. Somebody posted a a uh, a critical piece about what's wrong with Extinction Rebellion mm. and I'm like okay uh, and I think this leads in quite well in a world of trying to self-actualize and become constantly better and improving and reviewing where you are you want criticism or self-criticism and evaluation is important but can't we just take a moment and go well done before we start finding all the things that's wrong with it no, we cannot. While it's hot, we must criticise it immediately in order to get clicks. This is, um, I think, one of the fundamental problems in the world is people are too fixated on their beliefs and don't step back to think about the effects of their beliefs mm. because beliefs are flexible you can change them like everyone has this idea that oh, my beliefs are my beliefs they're sacred no they're not you can change them they can change no. it might be yeah. some work sometimes but they can change and really when you're choosing a belief what think about the effect and i think people are choosing the belief of oh there are problems with this thing that's clearly very good because for the reasons you're saying, because it's going to make me look clever, it's going to make people that click on it think that they're clever. Um, and it's like, well, what's, that's, what's that contributing to society? Nothing, that's just gross. It's just like, yeah, we can criticise anything. And, um, yeah, the effect, what is the effect of thinking that abortion is wrong? Why didn't you think about that? Instead of just, you know, having your dogmatic beliefs yeah. that are kind of come from some nebulous idea of truth or morals or that kind of thing. And actually think about how your strongly held belief affects the world around yeah. you. And if it's poisonous, maybe that is the reason not to have that belief. And arguing over facts is not the point. And that's, I think that's one of the big problems. Uh, yeah, I think that, I mean, Lydia and I had this conversation. She'd, she'd been on this course and had had a... a an argument essentially with somebody saying exactly the same thing it was like mm. you're you can believe whatever you like until a point at which your beliefs affect me and in which mm. case you need to think about how and I have a right to then disagree with your beliefs because you're imposing them on me and not thinking about how they impact on me and I think, which is an interesting one, because, you know, in a sort of liberal world, we like, we all, you know, we sort of think that, I don't know, educating everybody is a right, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like, we like to think that the things we believe in are good for everybody. And so mm. do the people that believe in things that are not the same as us. And it's just like, I think understanding how you, how your beliefs affect other people is a really important step understanding and discovering the the kind of unconscious beliefs that you had i think the problem is that it's the same reflex the same reaction to someone kind of widening the scope of 
a politically correct or liberal thing to include more people in that that previously I was perfectly happy to be, uh, you know, um, bigoted against. It's like, oh, now we've got to take... okay, and that's like realising that you've got an unconscious bias and then having to consciously override it. And a lot of people are like, oh, God, I'm so sick of these new things that I have to now change. Um, it It's not... It's kind of a similar thing to that. Can you look? I like this film. Can you not rush to post something critical yeah, yeah. of it? But then there is a massive difference in that because we're talking about people versus something that it's like people's exist. Like one reason you're kind of expanding the scope of your empathy because otherwise you're hurting people, and and the other one by expanding the scope of your thinking about it which i suppose you could call kind of kind of fun, coming up with criticisms of something is actually just kind of horrible to the people that put a lot of effort in, into it in the same way so if it's if, if it's going to just make people unhappy that's the thing you have to look at rather than if it's going to force you to change or if imposing your beliefs on someone is going to f force them to change in a positive way or in a in a sort of regressive or just yeah, I had this uh, um, conversation this week. So I, um, I had my hair done this week, which I forgot mm. to tell you. Um, it's squashed by headphones. That's why I didn't say headphones. anything. Anyway, so, but my, my hairdresser is a, uh, he's in his 50s and he's got an MA in art. And uh, whenever we get together, because I get my hair done so rarely, takes ages. Um, we had this big conversation about this topic of the gammons that it's used where mm -hmm. if you've come across this where you know you're no. kind of white farage supporting is a gammon the gammons right. are the gammon anyway and he because he uh, had been to and he's so he's he's gay uh he's got a master's in art he is a hairdresser he i don't know what else but but he's kind of he doesn't he's never driven he's been a lifelong mm. vegetarian blah 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 anyway he's at this wedding and uh and so he's got friends that are in the extinction rebellion and he's got friends that are you know like chanel handbag wearing um uh, kind of, you know, he's just got a range of people that he hangs out mm. with. And he's like, you know, if I sit and talk to these people, none of them are trying to, they're not sitting there deliberately ruining the planet for their children. Mm -hmm. So by ta calling them gammons because they are ignorant of a thing or they haven't mm. been, haven't had the opportunity to talk about it or think about it in a respectful you know like in a safe environment then mm. it's very hard to to um that you know simply dismissing their opposite view even though it's massive a massive drain on the world is not helpful it's the same mm. as that sort of youtube video of you know seven things wrong with that thing that you really love you know, you know what I mean? It's exactly the same thing going, you know, you've you've driven here in a four by four, you're you know, you have your nails done every week, you've had I don't know what else though, you fly four times a year on holiday, la 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 la. Um rather than going, You're wrong then being able to go, Oh, you know, well I do this. I'm a vegetarian, I don't drive, I've never driven yet, and I can still live. <laughs> I survive. <laughs> oh, I do want a nap. Listen. For your next app that you make when My you're free, app, bloody hell! I'd like uh, instead of like recording your food mm -hmm. I, and calories and shit. I don't really care about that. I just want to be going. I'm going breakfast. Was it vegan, vegetarian, or not? 
So, okay. Know, so right. every meal, and then I want to be able to measure how vegan I am. Okay, how vegan are you? Yeah, so every All time right. you have a snack, so like of the meals that you have, you know, three meals a day, wow, you were vegan all day today, well done. Or today you were 25% not vegan or vegetarian, okay. it's still okay. But if you go to meat, you get like, that's it, just three buttons. All right. Thanks. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, I'll get on that. I'll get on that Good. as soon as I've got some free time between, you know. <laughs> Or maybe else. it's time you uh, tutored me in the in the art of making an app. Okay. And therefore <laughs> you can... Exchange for your helping me to do some SEO. Exactly, exactly. Or whatever, okay. There you go. All right, okay, <laughs> so we've got an app idea. I love those. Love people telling me their app ideas. Always fun. <laughs> I, I just want it for oh, me. Oh, you've got an app idea. Oh, you've got an app idea. Cool, cool, cool. I don't really care well, about I, mean, it. I just want it, it for me. It could cost a... It depends on the app how much it's going to cost, really. Like, if you tell me a little bit about um, the idea, then I can sort of give you an idea of how much it might cost to get someone to do it. This is this is what I say to people. And then they go, oh. sometimes they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to share my oh, idea. secret. I'll be like, um, don't worry, I'm not, I do not have time to steal your idea. And if I'm perfectly honest with you, someone's probably already done it. Yeah, <laughs> like I, could, I couldn't every find Every idea one has probably idea. been done. And it will probably just be a quality and actually like it's the effort that you put into it and the support and all that kind of thing that is going to determine its success, not the idea. Ideas are cheap. So don't worry about that. Just give me a rough idea of what sort of thing it is. All right, okay, so that's going to need a whole kind of database server-side infrastructure and user identities, which is a lot more complicated than if it was just some self-contained thing, which can just sit on someone's phone and not have to talk to anything else. Um, so, you know, that's going to end up kind of adding another 10K to the cost probably. Oh, ooh, oh gosh. Yeah, no, that is, uh, it does cost a lot. Uh, it does take a long time to do, and the people that can do it are quite expensive. So, you know, probably an app idea is not going to... Um, make you rich sorry <laughs> i just want it for me um i wasn't saying any of that to so you maybe, for maybe. so if it's I just could, you probably want, just have a spreadsheet make me an, an app for you well the spreadsheets are good uh google google sheets i do a lot of my tracking in that at the moment mm. and i always think i should probably have an app for this you can do um you can set up uh if this then that to do a Google spreadsheet thing where you can press a button and it'll kind of go and save it to a spreadsheet. Oh, okay. That's a thing that can be well, done. Thank, thank you for that uh, Sorry. free Sorry. bit of free cons consultancy on technical solutions to my problem. Generic, generic consultancy on how to make an app. anybody would like to make my app though they're very welcome to uh, as long as i can use it um so sure should we uh, okay. talk about what we were going to talk about yeah i don't think there's any rush but sure let's let's talk about self-actualization what what does it mean for you at the moment to be self-actualized um <laughs> okay uh, yeah, it's not does, an easy question it's not an easy question i think um I mean, it's, it's about meeting your potential, right? And I think 
you know, and what, mm. what, what, how do you, what is it about, what is your untapped potential at the moment, if any, do you feel? Well, I always feel like I could be doing more, should be doing more. I think recording this podcast has helped me in a lot of ways in terms of setting time aside for thinking, hmm. for which I'm then sort of, I encourage myself to do, to finish reading or start reading things that I might otherwise have just let drift. But hmm. I always think about whether or not I'm living up to my full potential I think about that a lot and I get I can get quite caught up in the idea that and then it's like whose version of this potential am I not living up to or and then and then I've accepted some limitations like I do need sleep <laughs> mm-hmm. which means that then I've only got so many hours in the day uh, so therefore you know I can only do and there's things I would like I like to do and I feel that I should do so uh, I think on a weekly basis, I probably cycle through. I'm doing okay. I'm an, you know, all the way through to an utter failure, probably quite regularly. Okay. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Well, there wasn't really anything specific there, was there? No. Maybe the podcast, but thinking. But I think it's um for me, it's like so. Here's the cycle I am in with with contracting and work is. And and I've 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 found a new ver- variant on it recently in this latest job I've been doing. So usually I'll come into a contract which I usually think the product is pretty fucking stupid. Like <laughs> it's like the more you get paid for something, usually it's a kind of more pointless product. Is if it's something that lets people create ten second meme things with audio on them that I really can't see people picking up uh, i did a lot of those recently <laughs> I was sort of like let's cut pop songs down to five seconds so they stop having any emotional impact and then try and give them emotional impact by letting people gurn or whatever it is and it's like very complicated to do and completely pointless and i've always sort of because i enjoy embracing the technical challenge of making something work it means i can sort of ignore the effect of it to a point I mean, in, when I was at LBI, I, used to, I did kind of take on the cigarette contract, which I was against, but but I sort of did it because it would kind of let me move upwards. But usually what will happen is someone within that place I'm working will become the focus of my of some anger, and then eventually it will be that frustration with... It'll be a personal, it'll be a process, and I will the anger will be the thing that ultimately... I sort of don't like who I'm becoming and that's when I usually kind of call it a day. And it's quite hard to sort of stop these contracts sometimes because you are, it is a lot of money to suddenly stop having. It's like if I can just stick it out one more day, that's another uh, two modular synth modules. (laughs) It's like, or that's like the studio rent for the month sometimes, you know? And it's like, it's hard to sort of say to yourself, okay, I'm going to just say no to this thing that actually I, like what's what's so special about you that you just can't sit and just do this um and usually it's when when this kind of focus of rage becomes so much that i can't really deal with it anymore and i just have to go because i'm just being horrible to everyone and i just feel bad about that but this one i've noticed it's been a slow because everyone's so nice here and i have so much flexibility and they're very there's a lot of respect and i'm kind of getting it just i don't think it could be a 
nicer place to work. Even I don't know that I think that making I, I don't know, and I don't know if anyone is listening that works there either. So I'm not quite sure how. And I don't want to sort of shit on anyone's thing, but it's like, is making, you know, booking a hotel 20% more pleasant going to change the world? So it's hard for me to kind of think of it as particularly meaningful. But so, in, but because there's no one to get angry at, and it's, it's kind of useful, I do enjoy using the app, but because I've got nothing to rage at and... <laughs> If I get upset, I'm just kind of like, it's like oh, well, well, let's not deal with them. Let's kind of go somewhere else and do something else. It's kind of like you, when rage turned inwards, I think, or just that sort of impatience kind of turns to depression, I think, a little bit. It turns to kind of like it, it goes inwards and kind of turns into this heaviness. I've got no one to blame it on except, and I didn't really understand what was happening until I thought about it in terms of self-actualization. And I'm sitting there, on one side I've got, here's a project I want to work on that, I, you know, it has potential to open up a lot of stuff around saving the environment, saving the world. I've got all these, these, I've, and uses a sort of broad section of my skill set from like the technical side to, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of things I can do. And then I, I look at that compared to the day job, which is this kind of pinpoint slice of what I can do and uh, just stretched out all day. And it's not easy. But it's like fixing React bugs to make something look a little bit better than it already did before and it works already to make it work maybe in a way that it will work slightly better than it did before. It's hard to... It's the opposite of self-actualization. Especially when I'm not really learning... And usually the self-actualization might come from learning new skills and kind of mastery over some framework or mastery over some new programming language. But when that's just, it's like, I, you know, this is, I kind of know this. It's really, I think that's the source of, um, I don't know if this is podcast worthy at all. Well, I, I, I think that you're, I don't really know what you're trying to say. You're sort of, are you saying that you are actually enjoying your job <laughs> in some ways i'm saying i've i'm in, as jobs go you've got I'm a quite nice enjoying job it, but i've been noticing a regular like rising like creeping depression coming in that i didn't know where it was coming from and when i looked at the job and looked at it in terms of self actualization and actually kind of living up to my potential i was like this is yeah this is why But okay, so I mean, I I think I also I now have a better answer to your question about whether Mm. or not I'm self-actualized or how I feel about it. Mm. And I think for me, I've never really I'm I more often ask myself if I am happy. And I know that's something that you've studied or, you know, that that we've talked about before. But it's that sort of am I happy? And fundamentally, you know, at the moment, I am I am happy and mm. in those moments when I go oh shouldn't I be doing something else I go well stop mm. a minute you've got because you know that the work this work that you do is is an important part of 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 a facilitator and an enabler of other aspects of happiness 
of your happiness. So it's like, am I in debt? No, because I've got a night. Is this, is anyone being, no, you know, like. So well, this is the thing. Now that I'm not in debt, now that I, you know, it's all, the variable is how big a holiday are we going to take? And it's sort of a bit depressing to go, I could so easily just spend all this and then have to do this for another six months uh, just to kind of like then be able to kind of... But like my goal is always to kind of save up enough money to be able to not have to do it for a bit. But And I think that's... I don't I, This de- depression rage thing, uh, mm. it, it's interesting to hear you... I mean... There's loads of work that produces. I, I feel rage, literal belly full of rage when I think about local authority IT people. <laughs> literally, <laughs> I'm like, I get angry in my stomach and I I don't know what to do with that anger. And the only thing I can do with that anger really is do my job. So when I have mm. the opportunities, but I think... Maybe part of your analysing of this job under a negative lamp is also not being used to having a job that doesn't make you angry. And what's wrong with, for once, just doing something that you can do really well and just doing it without having to, you know, like... Yeah. Well, look, I, the point is, I the point is this, like, creeping... This creeping feeling is not something I can necessarily control no 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 i don't think and that's 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 the thing that's kind of ringing the bell now so instead of like me raging Uh, at someone it's like the bell is being rung and it gets rung at this okay now i'm not worried about eating i'm not worried about where i'm gonna live i'm not worried about you know yeah yeah yeah. uh, having the finer things in life if i want them but i am looking at what i am spending what is it like and it's even even 32 hours a week it's not even you know a full week i've i've got friday off but even those 32 hours just i can't only do something for the money no like no one the money is not does not Enough. meet any emotional or and does not meet your needs once there's a certain level of it that it's not a worry anymore it it no amount of money can like if you just kind of feel like right yeah i'll make that uh, animation uh, 100 milliseconds longer and change the easing on it sure that's that's i love my life <laughs> my existence <laughs> but is there i just but is it maybe it's a narcissism thing it's maybe it's like i've got so much more to offer the world you know, and that's yeah. why that's why I like these sort of smaller teams where I can do I can ha- do lots more different things and have a lot more of an influence because I feel like I'm using more of my facilities. But it's that that's hard to find, and especially if you want to also care about the thing that's being created, is is very difficult to find. And you know, call me. Um, you know, call me fussy and say, oh, well, some people haven't got a job, you know, and you have those thoughts. But that that all that does is makes you feel worse without really solving the underlying problem that what you're doing isn't really like doing it for you. And that maybe that the money is no longer enough. Of, you can't do something just for the money. No, like, I mean, it's no. just does not. Not not yeah. without an end. Even if it's not damaging, even if it's like th- this isn't hurting anyone really. Like I mean, it's supporting that sort of growth thing, 
but it's you know that sort of like economic growth obsession addiction it's kind of fueled by that to some extent but it's not you know killing polar bears by any stretch of the imagination except for people all those people flying on their holidays no well (laughs) (laughs) um, but i is it possible to be 100 percent on 100 percent? you know like what what's the balance the thing it's but that's the thing it's like in terms of comfort safety it's it's 100 percent but in terms of meaning it's pretty much at zero but so so and i just i'd like you know i'd like to be at at least 20 When you compare it to, I would like to make this done good app work properly. I would like to do this blank state, all this stuff. I would like to fucking have a bit of time to get a set together and play some music to people. I would like to... These are all parts of myself and skills that I have that I feel have so much more social value or certainly potential social value which I can multiply by all the things that I'm doing as this job. Like, I can multiply that by the ability to create systems and um, engage in content and things like that 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 no one (laughs) needs me to do, like, 32 hours a week of my, you know, whatever percentage of my life that is, it's just sitting there atrophying, like, all all these things that, you know, I can offer. And that was actually like, you know, when I worked for an agency, let's, uh, probably more comfortable to move this back in time, when I worked for this marketing agency and it was like, you, you just don't need any of the things I can do. Like you need like one or two of the things that I can do. Um, and it just makes me feel like what, what is the point of, what is the point of going through Canonical to come out the other side <laughs> having, I, 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 I always say it was like I got 10 years of experience doing that job for in like 18 months probably and um, then to just be thrown in this thing where it's like well God, you don't need any of the stuff I've learned it's just you don't even you're not even building anything you're just sort of um, kind of making nice marketing pitches and like design documents and you don't really build anything and you've got me sitting here as tech director creative technologist whatever the fuck and just like i'm not getting to flex any of these muscles and and there is that there is always that sort of like time pressure of like the longer i don't do this i'm just gonna lose it and i don't want to lose it or i'm interested in it at the moment and that's where my i want to put my energy i want to get to the point of what what is self-actualization why is it important what what how can we kind of talk about this like, what but i think mean? i think self-actualization is a huge luxury. If yeah, it's, it's a thing you get to do, it's a thing you get to worry about when all of your basic needs are taken care of. So, yeah. and the reality is that whatever we, um, you know, we all need to earn a living, and if we can do that by, but you know, I think I think there's a there's a couple of things you're talking about. Is that sort of um, as you 
because you know people can be dismissive like you know what you're saying about oh I should be lucky that I've got a job other people don't have mm. jobs or that kind of like when people go you know hashtag first world problem <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. you know it's like yeah yes it is but it's no less of a problem because it's no less of a oh I've got to go and do that thing or whatever it might be it's like um and part of the reason it's especially in your you with your you know the person you are the human you are like it doesn't sit well in terms of because you are constantly having ideas and you are constantly wanting to do things so i can see why it's a a problem i need the world to change to accommodate me and that's just a bit i don't know (laughs) But I think that's... But, but, it, but, it, but you're just making me think of David Graeber, the bullshit jobs thing of, like, we get... We have a, our values that comes from our effect on the world. Yeah. That's like, if you if you have an... If, if you feel your effect on the world, then you generally feel okay. And if that's taken away from you, then it's like... It just catatonia. And um, when... A lot of these first... I think First World Problems is probably a good title for this episode, to be honest. Maybe we could just, like, expand it out to that. Um, uh, first World Problems are serious problems. <laughs> <laughs> they lead to death. Like, the suicide yeah, yeah. rate is high. Yeah, you are more yeah. at risk of suicide than all of the other things that the news is always making you worry about because we are progressively having our ability to affect the world reduced and reduced and reduced as these sort of jobs get more and more meaningless and more and more hyper-specialised. It's like I have... I've moved a fucking analytics graph by a percent in one direction. It's not really the same as fucking forging a sword or cutting down a tree, is it? No. Like, in terms of having an impact on the world around you and yet yeah, so so and that's the reason for my happiness one of the reasons i you know made this happiness app is because it's a serious problem depression and mental illness coming from the fact that people are just well so many reasons technological and as well as sort of the you know the work world and economics and all these things are first world problems are serious problems uh, yeah, 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 the only yeah thing i'm are. saying with that yeah and my first world problems uh, are really serious. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, they're causing me mild discomfort at the moment. And, yeah. and I was trying to... It was more like, oh, everything's going well, I think. But there's something. Why do I feel sad right now? Maybe it's I'm more optimising than... Because, you know, I've lived years at a time with that feeling all the time. And now, and just not being aware of it, and now I'm sort of able to spot it as it creeps in and try and identify the source of it, and hence hence this conversation. But it would be nice if I, I, if nobody ever got depressed. It would be nice if everyone got an opportunity to actually <laughs> yeah. feel they, they were living up to some percentage of their potential. Like, but is depression... Not or that that sense of of sadness or or lowness at, at it, it when where you're describing it, not as a, a full. I go. I want to be respectful of the la- you know be careful of the language I use because there's a difference. So I have experienced the difference of having to phone my mum up in the morning and going, Mum, I can't get out of bed now. I never call her mum. Mummy, <laughs> I can't get out of bed. Come and help me. That sort of like uh, I am broken. 
but also that sort of just feeling you're going somewhere and you just kind of got that feeling which is just you know something's not right I don't know what it is I'm feeling wrong the the, the I'm feeling wrong feeling which is not it's not yet it's just a a thing creeping in as you describe it is actually I think a decent evaluation tool because you sort of go well, what I do, not you, going back mm. to my therapist. No, I, what I, you know, in those moments, I sort of go, well, hang on a minute. I've got a lovely, healthy child who's very funny. I've got, a, I'm very happy with my husband. We've got a dog. We've got a house. We've got, da, 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 da. aren't we lucky? Brilliant. And I do that kind of counting and gratitude yeah. thing that you talked about. But it's, it just, um, I don't know that that feeling is necessarily pointless. No, no. So, 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 so here's the, in animal terms, yeah. depression is defeat. It's kind of subject. I've been defeated. I'm going to stop fighting because right. I'm just going to get hurt okay. more. That's what that's what that functions as in animal terms. So, I think in in this situation I'm talking about, I think the defeat has been coming from this cognitive dissonance of on paper everything's fucking amazing. So it's like an intract. I've been haven't been able to solve why I would be feeling bad. <laughs> it's been it's been I've been bashing up against myself inside, and it's just I, I'm sort of like defeated by the paradox of it, which is uh, I don't know. I can't reconcile all of these things I have to be grateful for with why I would possibly be feeling bad, and hence like okay. I was so ex- happy yesterday to kind of put the nail on the head and realise it's it's that effect on the world problem. It's that kind of like... Uh, but you I have loads like be- of effect on the world that you wouldn't be able to have if you didn't have this job. That's the bit that I... I don't know that's if that necessarily that follows. I'm- I don't know if that necessarily follows. And I, I, I think also one of the things that of quitting this, because what I've been trying to get to for a long time is I would rather be doing something I want to do for a lot less money. Yeah. Um, than doing something that I'm not super excited about or for for a company that I, I don't really necessarily share the values of for a lot more money. But I think there is a loss there. There is a, okay, I think this is it. I think this is the next decision to quit this next job is my decision to cut my salary to, I don't know, a fifth of what it what I'm used to earning and not being able to kind of have this same lifestyle anymore. But to get, mm. I want to work on things that I want to work on and find a way to make them pay the bills. Like if I can turn that, my own apps, like, you know, into something that actually pays enough and then I can get the rest of the, you know, the rent together from scripts and scraps rather than just yeah, yeah. this fucking blunderbuss, this like rocket launcher, what do you call it? Like just this giant like, kind of go from zero to a thousand you know it's like okay money 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 and then gone 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 and then that's it sort of dries up dries up and it's like uh i hate how easy it was to earn that money if i was working and how hard it is to earn it in a way that i want to earn it um but i think one of the hardest things i'm about to do is just go okay no i'm just I, I, I've got to make peace with the idea that I'm never going to be, or but, it's going to take a long time before I'm back up yeah. to that level again, doing the thing that I want to be doing. But, it. but I think if what you're describing as this mm. creeping sadness feeling is 
the sadness there is of change. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's, you that's know what I was saying that with that. Yeah, that's coming, what I was saying. That's with what that. you're saying. Yeah. yeah, that you're you're coming to a point. You're realizing that you're coming. So there's not actually anything wrong with the job. It's just that mm. you know, and you're preparing for this next step, which mm. you know will require massive adjustment. And that's yeah. you like that. You know, crying at the end of term, which I always used to do end mm. of the school year. Like, oh my god, it's never going to be the same. You know, and it's like, I'm not, and it's that. It's the grief I feel. I feel that same feeling when I consider, you know, the climate crisis. Like there is a mm. change coming and I'm yeah. already grieving for it. That yeah. So there's that underlying creeping sadness that you talk about is that's, mm. And I, I think what you're describing is, a, is that sadness and not a, a, a specific problem. But not necessarily, it's not about the job. It's about the change. Okay. Uh, yeah, can... it's certainly. Yeah, and it, it could very well be that. I was at Sharon's parents' house for Passover. Oh yeah. They sort of have these sort of prayers to read out and these things that you say and the things you. There's a lot of kind of uncovering and covering up this flatbread. It's like now reveal <laughs> the thing and I'll cover it up again and. But I um, I was able to sort of put my finger on the fundamental that what something that Judaism is does really really gives you is it's all about gratitude and there's this whole thing where it's like even if God only frees freed us from the pharaohs that would have been enough even if he'd like Moses had got everyone together and, and that would have been enough. Even if he'd only parted the Red Sea and we'd all walk through and escape, that would have been enough. Even if he'd only brought down manna from heaven and you know, all these, kind of, I don't know, whatever it is, the Ten Commandments, all that kind of stuff. E- each thing, any one of those would have been Plenty. more than enough. <laughs> and you kind of do this thing and it's and it seemed to me that it was all about just fostering an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> fostering gratitude and just being grateful and looking. And I think, yeah, like that's a brilliant mindset to be in, just thinking about, just ritually thinking about all the things that you do have. And like contrast that with, I think, another cause of what I've been feeling this week or the last few weeks is um, like Catholicism, which was how I was raised, is more, I mean... The, the cliche or that it's all around guilt and I think there is this um I'm focusing on the fact that I've promised Sharon a big trip somewhere and then I've looked at the prices and it's like god this is gonna be a lot and then I'm also thinking about the climate change aspect of it and I've been like but because I've sort of made that promise that, that the guilt that's such strong guilt about the idea of kind of saying actually can we maybe maybe we don't do that maybe we do something else is probably quite it's probably catholic in origin but there is that feeling that i don't want to move that because i've made a promise i've said something and then she's straight away like i do do not care about that i just want you know i just want you to be happy and i want to do things that we can do like a million different things don't worry about it whereas i'm just like no i i principled and i i've said i'm going to do this thing and i've got to figure out a way to do it but it's just yeah by the time i've taken us away on this trip I'm, st- I'm still gonna have to do another three months of working on this project to then be able to do the next thing and I'm just sort of starting to get a bit tired already and it's like so 
I don't know, Catholicism versus Judaism. It's not where I expected you to go next, to be honest with you. It's like... But, keep the headlines varied. But, but I think that I think the pressure we put ourselves under or our idea of what we're aiming for, I think it's hard to be honest about that. Mm. I think that's the self-actualization bit. It's like, you know, the the delivering on a promise to Sharon to go on a big holiday is going to cost you a load of money. It's like, really, you, you know, you're both allowed to not want that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well, do you know? Is... Do you know what I mean? Or, or for the alternative to that to be worth more than I mean. So Nick and I have that have had in the past. We don't tend to do it anymore, but we've had the conversation in the past, which is like, do we want a bit? We we live in Central Brighton. Our front door opens onto the pavement. There is a uh, we have a concrete backyard. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of, there's no, and we sit there and we go, oh, we, we, should we, should we look for somewhere that's got a garden? Should we buy somewhere mm. that's got a garage? Can we have a, you know, it'd be nice if we had a guest bedroom, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then it's like, no, <laughs> it's like, if, if that really was going to add true happiness and, you know, value to our lives, then we do that. But actually, the amount of other things that we like to do, we would have to sacrifice in terms of things like time with our child, time time not working. Because like yeah, you, yeah. We, we don't, Nick works five days a week, but I don't, you know, that kind of like, do you know what I mean? You, you know, the amount of, of effort that that delivering on that ideal that we may have considered at some point, um, that sort of should we move house, it's like, no, 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 no. You know, like, so I think that that sort of in the same way that our interests and our beliefs and everything about us really does evolve over time. You know, you're allowed to change your mind about all your goals. They just they just represent your thinking in a given moment, don't they? Yeah. And and, and the, the, the only trouble with it is it's like. I wish I could have decided that two years ago because I've been giving myself a hard time about not getting to it for so long. It's like there's another loss there, a loss of a thing that you were picturing that you were kind of working towards. And then sort of the idea that, that as you're getting, as you're finally there, it kind of evaporates. I mean, this is a, this is an old story, isn't it? You kind of yeah, get yeah. to what you're going to and it's like, oh, this it wasn't anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't anything there the whole time. I did just have a, a slightly more um, fatalistic thought about all this. Go on. Which is, I think, um, the trouble is, if you try and use, if you try and put everything you know how to do into something, it doesn't usually make a very good thing. Right? Like, yeah, so yeah. I just think about, because I thought about it in terms of music there. Like, if I just made, I would never just go, right, I'm just going to make a blues song. Because I'm, I've always been like, well, it's got to be a blues song, but it's got to have a drum and bass twist on it, and some dubstep bass, and some sort of like 
jazz influences and it's got to have some weird instrumentation and I can't use any presets and I've got to get, you know, I, I kind of, oh, here are all the things I know how to do. I'm going to try and pour them all into this one two minutes of music, three minutes of music. It's not going to lead to something good. And it's very easy to see in terms of that. And so like, and it's exactly the same with a job. Like, it's very hard for me to find a job where I get to use all these different things. And probably it wouldn't do such a great, I wouldn't have as much value to the p- person paying me as I do when I'm sort of like super kind of sharpened on this one area. Or even like in this case, like multiple areas, but still still only a fraction of the stuff I'd like to be doing. Um I guess at some point you have to, you just have to call some things hobbies or you have to sort of accept that you're not going to, to offer value to the world. You really do have to sort of limit the things and like just, you know, even you, you hear this Picasso quote where he said he was just doing sort of like fakes, like fake Picassos by the end. He was just like painting in this style to look like a Picasso. He wasn't like originating art anymore who's just like this production line it's is that just an unchangeable fact of how the world works or is it you just have to think okay for this it's just for this time and then the next yeah, the next I, bit of time I, I i'll think do something it's else. about for this time personally that's how i think mm. of it and how i treat it in my head it's like at this moment this is not mm. the moment when i am I don't there's loads of things like I'm not um not as strong as I would like to be physically I just I'm not putting enough time into that I'm not and that's just it's just not now's not the time for that right now um do I want to do London no I don't because I miss too many bedtimes I don't like it like you don't you know it's sort of could would I go off and do some other thing I'm sure there'll be times when I go off and do in the you know like uh, other projects learn new things it's just now is not the time now is the time for you know building our family educating my daughter mm. making sure she turns out into a you know do my best to make to help her be a person that I'm gonna like when she's a grown-up <laughs> you know like yeah. but um now is not the time to take up learning how to I don't know it might be a good time to learn how to make an app might be <laughs> do you know what's do you know the irony of this it's yeah. like you, you're supposed to get you get the kind of reassurance that this isn't forever. But if it's not forever, then there's that means something's got to change, which is also scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's either change or it's like it's this sort of like false idea that it's going to be forever. This feeling that you have. So it's it's hard to do. And and I I have talked I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but it always brings me back to the Kurt Vonnegut story about these this alien multi-dimensional race or something that they just experience all time in one go. So all the most terrible things they're seeing at the same time as all the wonderful things. And when asked, how do you not just kind of like get horribly depressed and feel terrible? They're just like, well, we just don't look at the Holocaust. We look at other bits. (laughs) That's um... a great... So I, I literally, I had a really similar conversation on Saturday with a friend of mine. We were talking... is one of the few people that I've been friends with since I got to Brighton. I made friends with him like within the first week and we have mm. stayed friends. We don't see each other very often at all because that's life. But we on um, on Saturday, we took the, the dogs and the child to the park and we're talking about another friend we have who's had something quite traumatic happen to them in the last couple of years and they just don't know. You know, you say, oh, they're not dealing with it very well. I don't think that's the right phrase. I think they're not learning how to live with it. Because the trauma's mm. not going to go away, as we all know, um, or you and I know. You just mm. practice different ways of living with its presence in your life. 
And yeah. we we talked about you know like in both he and I have experienced. Uh, he lost both his parents by the time he was twenty one. I got you know he was around when my dad died. Blah blah. blah. And we talked about the fact that one thing you learn is exactly that is that you can't examine everything all the time and the good Mm. stuff and the bad stuff you have to sometimes go now is not the moment to be contemplating what is wrong with that part of my life because that's not its moment it's not its Mm. time and I, I think that exactly that choosing when to lift the lid on the bad bits or choosing when to accept change or making sure you're in the right place you know like yeah. right i'm sitting still now now i'm going to think about something that i don't like to think about yeah is, um... and it's then that, that's the crux of why it's not that pleasant to sit with depressed people is it's because you see that they're just focusing on this kind Good of narrow me. strip of existence when or just choosing to target whatever's horrible and sort of in the process ignoring all the other stuff and but, not, yeah. you know and I, and i think that's the though i think that's the difference between uh because I, I don't know that much about depression itself. Mm. Uh, I And I don't, you know, like there have been, t- though I've definitely experienced times when I found it incredibly difficult to shift to the positive. So I don't, mm. you yeah, know, yeah, like, I so I, I, but I think that, um, you know, in if, if life's just doing its normal stuff at you and your chemistry mm. is in good balance, then this kind of uh, attention switching is possible and a useful it's tool. the way forward. Yeah. It's the way forward. It's the way forward. And just don't, you know, things have to change. It's not going to be forever, but that does mean it's got to change. And so life can be really shit. Life is life is not straightforward. No. So just keep going. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, you can find us at grandpodcast.com. And please subscribe. There is a button. And I, do, yeah, I hope you got something out of that. It was a, more of a therapy one, but I feel like these are pretty universal things. No? Yeah. They are, yeah. Pretty, that's good to think about these things. I think people like to. Uh, it always has to be through a personal lens. Anyway, where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. And you can find me at michaelforestmusic.com If you want to hear some music that's trying to do all the things I can do in one song (laughs) That's the place to go (laughs) And uh, yes, if you want to be very kind to us It would be very nice if you wrote some reviews, ratings Tell your friends Just go now, you're listening on an app Go hit the five star thing Rate Did you know we've got a Patreon? Oh, yeah, we forget to tell people at that. Patreon.com slash Grand Podcast. Be our first, second supporter. You can do it. Just, it just, it's just a vote for us to keep going, really. It is, really. A dollar a month. It's nothing. (laughs) It's not anything. But to us, it's like, oh, we're doing something that has value to someone. So you just consider it, would you? Um, And, yeah, thanks for listening. So... Uh, that's it, innit? Yeah. Tell your friends <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And we'll uh, see you next time. Bye! Bye, 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 bye. bye.